0: Hey, welcome in to episode 25 of the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name's Brandon. I am here with the Worth Brothers, Josh and Jordan. How we guy doing? Yeah. How we how we guy how we guy doing? How we, how we, guy's doing? How
1: we, how we guy, guy doing? I'm great, Brandon. I'm even better <laughs> now.
0: Wouldn't be an episode if I didn't fumble words, right? <laughs> Since, uh, no, absolutely not. This so one just came a little time sooner. Time. Yeah, so <laughs> exactly. Best there. host ever.
2: <laughs> best host, best
0: host oh man it is one of those days i am uh i am dealing with the the cracked tooth right now though so my excitement level may not be as high as usual but you know we're gonna power through this bad boy because you know we gotta get that out to you guys you know we got we got too much to talk about it's heading into week seven uh you know How'd your guys, how'd you guys' weeks end up? I know we had some of the craziest finishes in our league of record and our dynasty.
2: Yeah, that was, I, I mean, I won by 0.56 in our dynasty league and I was not the closest game. Yeah, 0.14. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
0: and then, and then, the and then 1.5, you lost in league of record. Like that was... Uh-huh. Oh man, that would, talk about a nail biter for you coming down to the end. Oh
2: man, uh, it was, I knew that I was like almost certainly going to win one and lose the other. I didn't know how it would play out. It all just came down to like how the Chargers distributed the ball and Herbert having a bad game helped me win in the dynasty league. Um, but yeah, it, it was like, you know, you had you had Mike Williams in a lead against Gerald Everett and I Ever just didn't quite get there. He did outscore Mike Williams, though. Dude,
0: Mike Williams was... He was bad. I I, I was tempted to bench him. I was. I was pretty close. Uh, I just... You know, I knew Sertan was going to be on my... I didn't think he was going to shadow him most of the game like he did. Um, but that kid's special. He can, uh, he can shut down the best of them, so...
1: Yeah. Um, we need to watch out for that in the future.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, you definitely... It's different when you have a player like, uh, you know, Devontae Adams who can line up, you know, inside and outside because Sertan doesn't usually line up on the inside. So that's why Devontae Adams was able to do what he did still in that game. But when you have a primarily like outside receiver like that, he definitely is going to be on him most of the game, you know? So uh, definitely have to watch that.
2: Those elite, elite guys, like they get moved around the field a lot more. Like you wouldn't see. You you'd be fine starting Debo or something like that because yes. he's gonna get opportunities in a lot of different ways, not just like trying to win one on one on the outside with a top corner. So
0: And there's a lot of top corners this year. Like these it young really seems like that. corners are doing so good this year. So, you know, that that's part of, you know, why touchdowns are down, you know, so much this year. Uh twenty two percent, I think I read this year. So definitely definitely something to look at
2: that was maybe a little exaggerated like he did the numbers wrong a little bit at first but it was still numbers were down significantly from last year and uh you know over the course of the last few years scoring's been up so it was just kind of maybe it's just a return a little bit to the normal and defenses are kind of adjusting a lot like I, i saw a lot of people on twitter talking about how much defense is used too high now uh, to make sure that they have over the top coverage, um, whereas you know, it didn't used to be so so heavily skewed that way. So uh, and then we've seen you know an absolute explosion offensively, so it makes sense that defenses are adjusting. But what I find interesting is it seems like the run game isn't like up a bunch, you know, like it it, it seems like the run game is also down. So maybe it's just that offenses aren't scheming for that as much yet to adjust to the two. High safeties, so I yeah, yep,
0: yeah, definitely. Well, and I mean, to be honest, we've seen some pretty bad coaching and some pretty bad quarterback play out of a lot of quarterbacks that should be top quarterbacks. I mean, uh, Matt Stafford, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, all these guys that are elite quarterbacks are just not there. And I mean, I expect some of them to pick it up, um, but. I just don't know where we're going to be at, you know, here soon.
2: I think with a lot of those guys, you look at their O-lines, like Tom Brady's missing several of his, you know, starting O-line. Stafford lost his starting left tackle from the Super Bowl last year going into this season. So you had to expect that they would have a little bit of a decline there. And then, you know, we've seen a lot of O-line injuries, it feels like. So Mm -hmm. I think... Shout out 49ers. Yeah, so I think... Offenses are struggling to protect the quarterback. It's leading that combined with a lot of really good defensive play. Like we shouldn't downplay that defenses seem to, you know, have made some really good adjustments going from last year into this year and seem to have the number of basically everybody, but the bills and chiefs. Yeah. And young defenders look really good good too.
1: These, these rookies, you know, sauce Gardner and uh, Stingley, like they, they just look good out the gate. And if they if it, if it's up from here, there's going to be problems for some of these uh, wide receivers in the future,
0: for sure. All right, well, let's jump in and talk a little bit about the Monday night game. Uh, that game started out really, really good. I thought for sure we were going to have a great game out of both sides, and Almost then nothing
1: else happened after we like talked about it last. Then, then the,
0: <laughs> the second half came, and uh, it allowed me to uh, use this
1: you know i just it's back 15
0: yards out of russell wilson in the second half uh just the play calling i know that you know they said oh he had a hamstring injury so we adjusted the play calling i i just i still don't get it i'm baffled by the play calling by nathaniel hackett um but at the same time i was kind of baffled by the play calling on the chargers side too in overtime i mean I, I I don't know what was going on by both sides. I think they were both trying to outdo each other for worst play calling in the second half and overtime, but <laughs> um the Chargers got it done, uh 19 to 16. They moved to four and two, tied with the Chiefs atop the division. Broncos fall to two and four. Um, you know, Austin Eckler had 14 carries for 36 yards and a touchdown. He did have a. 10 catches on 16 targets for 47 yards. This was uh, the first game in the last 27 games that uh, Justin Herbert has not thrown a touchdown. Um, I think DraftKings totally jinxed him because they boosted uh, his touchdown from minus 800 to plus 100 for him to score, uh, throw one touchdown, and he didn't do it. Uh, Mike Williams was pretty much non-existent. Um, uh, Josh Palmer had nine catches on 12 targets, but only for 57 yards. Uh, Sony Michelle was eight for 28, three for three through the air for 14 yards because Joshua Kelly ended up leaving early in the game with a knee injury. And then on the Broncos side of the ball, pretty much none of the receivers did much. Uh, Jerry Judy had like 47 yards. Uh, Sutton only had two catches Latavius Murray though, basically took over the backfield, had 15 carries for 66 yards and Melvin Gordon only had three carries for eight yards. Um, There's been a lot of news on that recently. Uh, Supposedly Melvin Gordon is going to be the starter again next week uh, on Sunday. So that's something to keep an eye on though. Uh, You know, I think Melvin Gordon's on pretty thin ice at this point. Um, Do you guys feel comfortable starting either one of those guys right now?
1: That backfield is not getting it done at all, man. I I don't I, I don't feel comfortable starting Gordon. I don't know if you, I don't know about you guys. Do you feel comfortable at all with Latavius Murray? Not me.
0: Right now, I don't. Um, if he ended up getting a bulk of the carries again, and it just ended up being him with fifteen to you know twenty touches a game, yeah, I would feel comfortable starting him. But that's not a
1: question. But uh, but, yeah, we, but we don't know right what now. it's going to be next week. Yeah.
0: As of right now, I'm avoiding both.
2: It sounds like he's going to get the start. And when he goes out there and fumbles, you're probably going to be able to start Latavius Murray for several See, weeks. It, has, it,
1: it almost yes. seemed like this was a game where Melvin Gordon did fumble. And instead he just got three carries and out, there was, there's no fumble attached to that. But
0: what I don't get, and you know, <laughs> I'm going to just keep bashing on my own team here is you had Javante Williams, who was an elite back compared to both of these guys. And you don't give him a bulk of the work. Then you sign Latavius Murray off the practice squad and you give him 15 carries compared to three. Like where is Nathaniel that's Hackett at?
2: Like that's what I said in the last episode that I was going to be so mad if that's what happened, that Latavius Murray just got all the freaking work when they would never give it to Javante. And I, that's why I said I hated your team. I mean, I hated them anyways, but like, I really hate them. <laughs> yeah. Okay, enough, I'm uh, upset.
1: I, I need to talk about Austin Ackler really quick. He got 16 targets
2: for the third time in his career. He th- this is insane, guys. We were worried after the I mean, we weren't worried after the first two weeks. But some people were worried after the first two weeks when he wasn't seeing the targets and it was and he wasn't on the field all that much and it's like, no, nah, man, he's going to get his.
1: Life. Going into week 7, he is the RB1 in a half point PPR league.
0: I I he passed I, I mean,
2: he did. yes. Nick Chubb is number 1. He did
0: he I mean, passed Saquon. one
2: number 2 i thought Saquon um
0: i do see his targets coming down a little bit now if keenan allen returns this week uh
1: just Dude, they because like eight times on one drive that's that's because they the had no other that choice that though they, is... they no but it... This happens. Dude, they
0: had no choice. They had no choice in this okay, game. Okay, but the no, no other RB is choice.
1: getting 12, 16 targets in a given game. He he does I, it. I'm, I'm not saying. Go trade Frost and Eckler, even though Keenan Allen is coming back. Like, if somebody's willing to give that up, go get it.
0: Yeah, you're going to have to give up a lot, though. Like, still. Like, no one's downplaying what Eckler's doing. I'm just saying I see his That's touches the thing. coming People down. People
1: are downplaying what Eckler's doing. Where? they're not giving him the same respect he's not in the same breath as saquon Nick Chubb CMC and if you can go get him in that same realm you should yeah you're like still he should be on in that, that same breath because he's no. the RB1 through six weeks
0: yeah it's he 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 had two monster weeks that has made him the RB1 through six weeks. Uh, you look at his first what three weeks and how down he was. How many monster games
1: has like CMC and, and and Saquon had throughout their career that bumped them up? Both of them still, were I pretty or, consistent I though. They
2: have CMC or Saquon?
1: Eckler has a, a higher player. floor than Saquon right now, guaranteed. I don't think so.
2: No, he
1: is a hundred percent. Saquon is a hundred percent of the offense. Eckler is on a hundred percent better offense. I don't know. If that's... On a- True. The Giants are five and one. The Chargers are four and two, and yeah. they just won against one of the best defenses in the league. But maybe we're arguing about this too much. But listen, they
0: they I, won against the best defense in the yeah. league because our offense can't score. <laughs> like that's that's the only reason why.
2: We're gonna have to let this one go and just agree to disagree. I'm not low on Eckler, but I'm like. I'm not, you are
1: if he's not in the same breath as those three he's guys. Not in the same breath as those. He's more low on, not. like because he's above them right now in scoring.
2: Like even if I put him at four, that's probably higher than consensus.
1: He has so. just as high of a ceiling as any of those guys on any week, and as high of a floor as them.
0: I don't think so. Wait he's till he's already you know, done, he's done, done, done it. He already proved it. All Thirty-five right, we're done. points we're on. in the PPR Daily roundabout. Daily roundabout. We could argue this all day, and I know you're never going to agree with us. There so we're going to
2: explore the first two weeks.
1: Nine points is not that bad. That is not a, t- that's not killing you on a week.
0: Uh, let's uh, go to the it's daily. round. JK roundtable.
1: Dobbins, four points.
0: Kenny Pickett returned to practice is a full participant in practice after suffering the concussion this last weekend. Um, it's sounding more and more like he's going to be able to clear concussion protocol. And uh, Mike Tomlin did say, if he clears protocol, he will start. They will not hold him out another week. So it sounds like they want him right back in the starting lineup. Um, Dak Prescott was medically cleared and it sounds like he's going to be a go, uh, this weekend, as long as he doesn't suffer any setbacks, uh, throughout this week of practice, good news for the Cowboys. I mean, you know, rush was doing fine, but you know, they're getting into the bulk of the season here where they got to really start putting stuff together and get ready for the playoffs if they can get in there. Um, I think that's good news for, you know, Zeke owners. Um, I would really like to see what's going on with Dalton Schultz. He was a late scratch last week. Um, So uh, the chiefs are considered a strong contender for Odell Beckham jr. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that one.
2: (laughs) Odell Beckham jr.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about him going to the chiefs. I mean, to be honest, I had some better places that I'd like to see him land. Uh, I just traded for him in dynasty because my team is competing and, uh, I, you know, didn't realize that the chiefs were going to be a spot. I just, I, 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 I don't know. I think they have too many pass catchers there now and they're just kind of spreading the ball all over the place. There isn't just like, you know, he's not going to be a, a, a main target there. So, um, Deandre Swift did return to practice. Uh, as long as he doesn't suffer any setback setbacks, it, he's leaning toward playing this week as well. Uh, James Connor is considered a game time decision tomorrow night. I Don't think he's going to be a go because he didn't practice again, but uh, something to monitor before tomorrow night's game. Darren Waller is still not practicing even after their bye week, so not a good sign for him. Keep an eye on that and have a backup plan. Yeah, definitely have a backup plan for Waller. Um, uh, We talked a little bit about Kyron Williams in the episode on Monday, but if he is still on your waivers or he's still out there to be picked up, definitely add him uh it's probably getting close to your only chance because when he returns he's going to step right into a big role he had a big role going into the season suffered an injury right away and it sounds like they want him back as having a significant role in this offense um because Henderson and obviously Akers is kind of on his way out the door so um and then Sam Darnold was designated to return from IR, so he should be coming back soon. Because PJ Walker, uh, I, I don't even know what that game was. Uh, did not have a single pass go past the line of scrimmage. Um, all of his completions were behind the line of scrimmage, and most of them were to CMC. Uh, so I guess you know PJ Walker's good news for CMC owners, and that's probably about it. Um, you know, how how do you feel about him as a CMC owner? Jordan,
2: I mean, it's fine. <laughs> well, that was a exciting there's, answer. <laughs> there's not a lot. There's not. I don't expect him to go out there and have a forty point game with PJ Walker as the quarterback, but like he's going to catch ten passes, so it's fine. Like uh, you know, you're going to get like at least fifteen points and probably, probably just shy of twenty. And God, that was great. To, and you're going to just have to hope that the situation somehow improves. Either he gets the, traded or I, I don't know. Do you think he gets
1: 15, 20 points against the Bucks this week? Um, yeah, sure.
2: Yeah, I
0: think so. Yeah.
2: He's going to catch 10 passes.
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, I think 15 I, is I, the I, more likely bet. It. But yeah, yeah.
2: Well, I mean, yeah. I lean closer to that, but I still like – if i had to bet he gets closer to 10 or closer to 20 i'd take the 20 side so i'm going 15 to 20 you're gonna be pretty happy if you get some upside out of some other players like if you get a nice game out of a couple wide receivers or your quarterback or whatever you're probably gonna be fine
1: sure
0: yeah for sure um, all right well let's hop into our week seven preview we're gonna actually go over all of the games today so we can focus a little bit more on you know your flex plays um, just get dive in a little bit deeper into some of the questions and and things that we might have going into uh, uh week seven so the bye weeks this week are brutal uh the eagles the bills the Vikings and the Rams are a lot of startable players, quarterbacks, you know, running backs, tight ends—they're all Cooper over the Cup. place. So, yeah, I mean, you we have, have Cooper
2: Justin Cup, Jefferson, AJ Brown,
0: yeah, uh, Stephon
1: Diggs, uh, an entire <laughs> Bills offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in. You're in some.
0: There's a lot of people that are in some trouble. I saw a roster, a six in a roster on Twitter that had two players available to play, like. Her team was all Bills, Eagles and, yeah, oh, Bills yeah. Eagles, and Rams.
2: In our 2QB league, between my injuries and my bye weeks now, because I have Justin Jefferson and several other guys on bye, I have 12 players who have a zero-point projection. Dude, that was wow. me last week. I
1: could barely feel the team. Yeah. Was that what happened in League of Record, too? Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> My team didn't show up at all. Melvin Gordon and Kareem Hunt combined for two fantasy points.
2: Dude, and the I'm, top two RBs were on by. It was rough for you without Henry.
1: Yeah, Henry and, and, Jacobs.
0: and Jacobs. Yeah, that was that was rough. <laughs> I didn't even notice until I was looking at like how close all the scores were. I and mean, I was like 16. I, I, <laughs> I
1: was
0: zooming through and I was like, whoa. No, his players aren't. Wait, it's Monday night. His players are done.
1: (laughs) Like Sutton was like my top scorer. Uh, It was terrible. Geno Smith had a horrible day. That was my Uh, streaming QB. It's all right. It's okay. It's a new week. week. I can play Tua.
0: Yeah, it's a new week. You're good. You're ready to roll now. So, all right. So Thursday night football, we got the Saints at Cardinals, forty-four and a half point over under. Cardinals minus one and a half. Uh, we do have no Michael Thomas in this game. Uh, we don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be yet. They haven't announced who it's going to be. Um, so that should be kind of interesting to see if it's Taysom Hill. Um, that's a weird one. You know, Taysom Hill is going to be able to be started at tight end, but
1: he's in my tight end slot right now
0: but Andy he could Alvin be a quarterback
2: only healthy quarterback. I need him to start. <laughs> <laughs> and, at,
0: and at this moment, he's not a healthy quarterback. So
2: Otten's um, in my super flex, it's going to be yeah. a rough week.
0: Oh man. So we've got uh, Alvin Kamara as a start. Alave Kyler uh, Deandre Hopkins returns should jump right into a, a pretty strong target share. And then Zach Ertz. Um, you know, if you're in trouble, you got bye weeks, you got injuries, you got Traquan Smith that you can start. Um, you know, there's the Connor, Eno, Benjamin. If Connor's out, you know, Benjamin's like a start. You know, I, this is a tough defense, Saints defense, but, Eno Benjamin's a must start if Connor's out. Right? Isn't that what you guys
1: think, too? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: And then uh, we got Rondale Moore. Uh, where do you guys have on him this week?
1: I'm interested. With no Michael Thomas there, you've got DeAndre Hopkins returning to to the squad. But that it, it's them too, dude. You know, I mean, Zach Ertz is there too, but... Did you mean
0: Hollywood Brown? You meant Hollywood Brown, not Michael Thomas.
1: Oh, sorry, not Michael. I didn't mean Hollywood Brown either. I meant DeAndre Hopkins. But he's back. Uh, he's back this oh, week. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I meant with no... No Marshawn Lattimore. This is where I'm
2: <laughs>
0: okay. We're gonna get there. We'll talk through this. All right. T- Teamwork makes the dream. With working. no Marshawn
1: Lattimore <laughs> there. You've you've got you know Rondale Moore and DeAndre Hopkins, I think, as both startable options.
0: Yeah, I th- I think I think Rondale's a flex this week for sure. So
2: but all of um, those guys we mentioned are not there. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> oh, all of these other guys. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, there is no Hollywood Brown. There's no Michael Thomas. There's I'm no Thomas a list of guys
1: that are out of this game.
0: <laughs> uh, it's all good. It's all good. All right. Well, let's hop over to the Browns at Ravens. 46 and a half point over under Ravens minus six and a half. You're starting Chubb. We talked about Cooper. You just basically put him in the game. Crazy stat, though. Amari Cooper averages over 20 fantasy points at home and three fantasy points on the road. You still starting him this week against the Ravens?
2: No. You know my stance on Amari Cooper. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Get him like, yes. you, can, you can train him right now. Do it. Like, fire that. Send Josh, those
0: offers. are you starting him this week?
1: I, you know, I think Jordan's right, and maybe he should be sending offers with Amari Cooper, but I am starting him this week, yeah. Okay. Uh, David
0: Njoku starting Lamar. You know, Bateman, if he's back, it sounds like he could be. He's leaning toward that way. And then Mark Andrews obviously is in your lineup. Um, Kareem Hunt, where are we at with Kareem Hunt now? Um, had some rough weeks, isn't getting the utilization because Chubb has just been so good, and I expect him to have another good game this game um, as well. The Ravens, I have you patches of hair missing
1: because of Kareem Hunt.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think right now you got to bench him.
0: I agree. Okay. Uh, then you got J.K. Dobbins and uh, Kenyon Drake. And it, Drake, I think, kind of l- is dependent on the fact that if Dobbins plays or not. Um, would you start Drake regardless? Flex I agree him?
1: with you. It's dependent on if Drake's, uh, on if Dobbins starts or not. Yeah. I know that a
0: lot of people have a lot of buys and stuff this week. There's not too many running backs on buy. I mean, maybe Sanders and if you had Sanders and cook on your team and you have to start a running back, you yeah, could start Drake.
1: Too.
0: Yeah. You know, you could start Drake. So, um, I don't hate it just cause I mean, Dobbins could, it could act up again on him. But, um, if Dobbins is active, I would try and look elsewhere. Um, Duvernay, I think is kind of the same way. If Bateman's active, I would hold off on starting Duvernay. Is yeah, that it's kind you. of the same way you guys are? Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anything else here on this one?
1: No, but I'm excited to see how this game plays out because I think it's going to be closer than six and a half.
0: Um, yeah, I don't.
2: I I think I think, the, I think
0: the Ravens figure it out.
2: But I do I do expect the Ravens to have a lot of success on the ground. The Browns have not been good uh, against running backs, at least, and Lamar is going to do Lamar things. So, um, I think. Drake is probably a great start if Dobbins doesn't play. Then, if Dobbins does play, then it's it's frustrating because I think they'll probably split. We could see Dobbins just come right back into a full workload though. So, I guess if if Dobbins plays, I would play Dobbins. If he doesn't play, I would be pretty excited to play Drake.
0: Yeah. All right, we got the Buccaneers three and three at Panthers one and five forty and a half point over under. Bucks minus ten. Uh, this game should be. This game should be over quick. Um, I,
1: yeah, I, mean, I hope it's over quick. I don't really want to watch it.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, you're starting Fournette, Evans, Godwin, CMC. I think Tom Brady is a great start in this game. I know he's struggled, but. I think he should have a really good game in this game. Um the Panthers do have a couple of good young corners, but
1: they do.
2: This Panthers D is
1: an I'm that calling bad. I'm calling the defensive touchdown right now.
0: Panthers defensive touchdown, huh? Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I, I still you know, win I this game. It. Don't worry. The Bucs might and, have uh, one too.
2: They might get two <laughs> Like that could, this could be this could be a game where the defenses put up crazy points.
0: Yeah. Uh, Kate Auten, where are you guys at on him? Um, with Brate suffering the the injury last week, um, you it know, doesn't look like he's going to play, could be out multiple weeks. Um, Kate Auten looked really good his last start, had 10 targets, 7 catches.
2: Yeah, if Brate's out, uh, you could definitely start him if you're missing Waller or if you just, uh, you know, tight ends are terrible all over the place. So if you're looking for
0: a guy who is certainly going to get targets, I, I think. I think Auden. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. I think Auden is a great DFS play this week. Um, I really i I liked him the last time we had the DFS challenge, and I started him, so he could be in there. Uh, DJ Moore definitely a sit right now. Um, PJ Walker, if he starts again this game, he, he's probably not going to score you any points. Um, it's. It, it, Just for now, until Sam Darnold comes back or they do something, I think you have to wait on DJ Moore. He's not droppable, though. Do not drop DJ Moore yet. He still has the talent, and it could turn around for him. I mean, I'm saying don't drop him. Are you guys that way? Don't drop DJ Moore?
2: No, don't drop him. him. If they start Sam Darnold next week or something, then you, you can probably go back to starting DJ Moore he's still not gonna have like a ton of upside but it's just because he doesn't score touchdowns
1: yeah, yeah I got a question sure. about kate Otten would you start bellinger over otten
0: uh yes I would play the
1: Jags this week I yeah think so. I I like really
0: yeah I like bellinger though um I like what he's doing I like the targets he's getting um he seems to be getting more and more involved in the offense they obviously have no pass catchers so I I do like bellinger um, yeah,
2: you've convinced me. As you saw, I went and grabbed him in our Dynasty League.
0: I didn't even think to look, honestly, if he was
1: available. I thought he song. was already owned, too. It wasn't even. Yeah. It's a Dynasty that's League. A, I was like, well.
0: Yep. I didn't even I didn't look. That was a great there, pickup.
2: And I was just like, let me see what's out there. And great I pickup. Like I like I had a couple guys like you know Danny Brown, who I drafted late in the fourth, that I was like, yeah, I don't try need to keep this guy around.
0: Yep. So, nope. Great pickup. I really liked it. Um, okay, we got the Falcons three and three at Bengals three and three. Forty seven and a half point over under, Bengals minus six. This is uh I don't know what to think of the Falcons right now. So I I, I mean I, I would think that the the Bengals could run away with this one. You know, you're starting Joe Burrow, Mixon, Chase, Higgins, you know, right in there. Uh, I think it's safe to probably bench Boyd at this point. Now that Higgins seemed to make it through the whole game last week, and probably Hayden Hurst as well didn't seem to get much uh, utilization last week with Higgins coming back and Chase having such a big game. Are you guys the same way?
2: Yeah, I want to start Chase and Higgins and just kind of okay. the rest. I mean, yep. him, but.
0: I think if you have to stream a quarterback this week, Mariota is not a bad play.
1: I'm with uh, he's you. He's been
0: doing a lot on the ground. Um, he, you has know, he has to. He gets
1: flushed out of the pocket constantly. He's pressured on like 33 percent of plays.
0: Yeah, so Mariota is not Bengals. a terrible play. There could be worse.
2: Bengals are a pretty good defense, but they're not, not you know, not that scary.
1: So. Yeah, I don't think it takes a scary defense to get pressure on this QB, and it's crazy because their run game is getting it done so the you know the O line is working and then is also just a sieve so
0: where are we at with Drake London and Kyle Pitts because they're not throwing the ball a lot Kyle Pitts did get in the end zone last week but he only had three receptions for 19 yards are you still just rolling Pitts out there
2: you can (laughs) I I love your excitement tonight I don't
1: yeah I don't feel good about that at all uh, would yeah. would
2: rather play Bellinger?
1: I would. I would. Well played. Jinx. Would you
2: rather <laughs> play Otten? With no brains. Yes.
0: Yeah. What about Robert Tunyon? I think I'd play Pitts. I wouldn't. I
2: think I'd play Tunyon.
0: I Tunyon's somebody that I do want to all you know talk a little bit when we get to that game. But nice. um, how
1: many how many targets did he have last game? Like he had like 10, right? Twelve. Oh Jesus! Twelve targets. Kyle Pitts dreams of twelve
2: targets.
0: <laughs> yeah, twelve targets, and he, uh, you know, once uh, Randall Cobb went down, his targets just went up significantly. Yeah, and so I, I like Tunyon this week. Yeah, um, I think, you, I think he's I a think great streaming play. Tunyon
1: than Pitts. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. The, the Lions one and four at Cowboys four and two. Lions fresh off a bye, but 47 and a half point over under. Cowboys minus seven. You got Dak right back in the fold. Are you guys uh, throwing Dak back out there right away?
1: Yeah. No. I am. We're split. I agree. It's the Lions. I think yes. I think That's we, where I'm at too.
2: We watched Russ come back from an injury like this and really struggle right off the bat. Um, I'd rather not take the risk and start him. I
1: think that Dak Dak is a good start this week, and I think that Michael Gallup is a sneaky start this week.
0: I think Dak could have played last week, but they were winning. They just kind of let it roll, and they gave him an extra week to take off, and I I think he's back, and I think he's ready to go. Um, You got Swift, Amon Ross, St. Brown, TJ Hawkinson. I really, really like Zeke this week, and even Pollard. I think Pollard's a great Dude, flex play this week.
2: Dude, it scares me to like Zeke as much as I like Zeke this week. And play
0: them both. I, I really like Zeke's upcoming schedule. Like, really like Zeke's upcoming schedule. He has some great matchups. Um, I think uh, I think we're going to be able to see a little bit more of Zeke. And uh, let me ask you this. This is uh, one that I am battling with, and there's probably some other people out there. Zeke against Detroit or Jeff Wilson against Kansas city. Give me Zeke. See, I'm the same way. I, I benched Jeff Wilson. So, uh, cause I saw, you know, what happened when they fell behind, he didn't really get the utilization. Um, you know, you're starting CD.
1: What about Go Zeke ahead, or James Robinson? Zeke. Give me Zeke for sure.
0: Yeah. I'm James Robinson starting to worry me quite a bit. Um, you're yeah, definitely I don't
2: see a bounce back game this week. Yep. Um, you know, I, I think if you can bench him this week, that's nice. A lot of people probably can't. Running backs are rough right now. I can't. Yeah. If he if he can't bounce back pretty quick, then it's it's really worrisome. Although, you know, we've seen ETN be efficient on his touches and have almost as many touches as James Robinson. And still, he's not, you know, he's not had any huge games. He hasn't found the end zone. So, I don't know what's going on there. That offense looked really good the first couple weeks and has slowed down quite a bit.
0: Yeah. Um. So, we've also got, uh, you know, a couple of wide receivers on both sides of the ball, DJ Chark and Michael Gallup. Um, where are you guys at on those two? Is there one that you would start over the other? Um. I mean, I... Me, I'm leaning far more starting Gallup than DJ Chark.
1: Yeah, I think if you can put Gallup in your lineup, you probably should.
2: His targets have been increasing since he came back week over week. I think he's gonna be, you know, consistently involved in this Cowboys offense, and hopefully they can find a way to be better because they've, you know, as far as fantasy points go, they have not been producing them.
1: Yeah, well, Zach, you know, Zach coming back should help. We're hoping
2: definitely. So.
0: So here's an interesting one for you. I saw this question on Twitter. Uh, Michael Gallup or Christian Kirk? Kirk's had a few down games. You know, he was averaging like 17 fantasy points a game in the first three weeks, and he's averaging like 2.5 the last three weeks. Uh, Where would you lean on that question? Because I still leaned Kirk. That was kind of my thought. Um,
2: Yeah, I would lean Kirk.
0: Okay. That this was is a hard what one for I say. Me because
1: I'm, uh, this is one of those things where it's like, like I said, I kind of do want to find a way to get Gallup in my lineup and Kirk might be your, you know, wide receiver three. Um, I think this week I would go ahead and play Gallup over Kirk.
0: Okay. Uh, Jamal Williams, where are you guys at with him with Swift likely coming back this week? Going against a really good defense in the Cowboys
1: is swift getting limited touches is that what what the word is
0: no no word yet cuz we don't even know if he's actually going to play yet he hasn't okay. he was a limited participant in practice
1: if we hear word that he has any kind of snap count or or something like that that's where i'm like okay go ahead and play jamal williams but if it's going to be a full workload or if we don't know i'm less inclined
2: yeah you just gotta watch the news the next couple of days
0: if you don't have the bye week problems this week and you have another option, I would lean another option than Jamal Williams this week. Um, that defense is really, really good, and the Lions may struggle to even get in the red zone where he is the most useful. So that just worries me a little bit. Um, all right, let's jump over to the Giants 5-1 and one at Jaguars 2-4. and four. Uh, I feel like the Jaguars have played so much better than a 2-4 and four record, really. Um, They are favored in this game. 42 and a half point over under Jags are favored minus three against the five and one Giants. That's interesting to me. Um, You know, we talked about a streaming option this week of Daniel Jones. Um, He's been sneaky good this year for fantasy uh, because he has that rushing upside. Um, Surprisingly, even with no wide receivers, he's throwing the ball pretty well. You're starting Saquon. We talked about Bellinger. There's a couple of tight ends this week that are on buy. I really like Bellinger as an option. Um, if you don't have, you know, a Robert Tunyon or you know, even Kate Otten, something like that, there, you they, got options there at tight end. But I do like Bellinger. Um, he's caught a touch, a couple of touchdowns, you know, this season already. So, and then you got Christian Kirk. We talked a little bit about him. I'm, I'm so torn on Kirk and especially going up against the Giants. The Giants actually, with an adjusted schedule, I believe that they're, like, uh, fifth against the, the pass this season, which is pretty good uh, for them. So, their
1: defense has just been pretty good, and, and especially, like, in late-game scenarios. So mm-hmm. if, you're, you know, if you're a team that's putting up points in the fourth quarter, like, that's got to come to a head. And that's also kind of an issue with the Jags. They're putting up points in the first quarter and then do nothing the rest of the game lately. So... I think the Giants kind of have an edge in this game and will probably win.
0: Yeah. Uh, Wandale Robinson, are you ready to put him in your lineup or still a wait and see? Yeah,
2: I think you flex him. I, I think so too. It's, uh, you they know, need somebody
1: there. We got buys going on. There's some good wide receivers on your on, that are going to have to be on your bench. You you could do worse than Wandale Robinson this week.
0: For me and the James Robinson, Travis Etienne scenario, I. Um, I like ETN more. Uh currently he's getting more production. He's getting more yards, getting passes. Uh are you guys starting either one or are you still waiting to see which one, you know, kind of takes over more of this backfield?
1: I like have to start James Robinson in our best coast dynasty league because I'm I just don't have enough guys <laughs> that are doing yeah. the same and and aren't injured. Yeah, I get that.
2: I see, um you know, pretty much split touches and this giant's defense is pretty good. So I don't, I don't think these guys are really going to do a lot.
0: Okay. Um, All right. Colts three, two, and one (laughs) at uh, Titans three and two, 42 and a half point over under Titans minus two and a half. Uh, Jonathan Taylor seemed to return to practice should be good to go this week. I would imagine uh so you're starting jonathan taylor michael pittman jonathan
2: taylor's gonna blast off
0: yes he should have a this should be a big game for him so is derrick um derrick henry should also have a very good game uh i hope anyways um you know where are you at with uh matt ryan this week going against the titans the titans give up a lot of yards and a lot of points to the quarterback position are you comfortable with matt ryan
1: he's like fourth on my list of like streaming QBs I'd rather have Derek Carr Aaron Rodgers Daniel Jones
0: okay that's kind of where I'm at too so um you you know Alec Pierce I think is a pretty decent play this week uh he seems to be getting involved had some great you know catches if I don't think you know Matt Ryan's gonna be throwing 50 plus times again this week because they're gonna have Jonathan Taylor back but I don't think Alec Pierce is a terrible flex option, especially with the bye weeks that are going on. There's a lot of really good wide receivers on bye. Um, is that kind of where you guys are at?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm kind of with you there. I think Pierce is a good option, like along the same lines as Wandale Robinson. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, I think
1: even
2: a little higher than Wandale, just because we've seen a little more out of him sure. so far. So I think uh, he's somebody Matt Ryan's growing some trust in. He's a big wide receiver out there. So, yeah. Um, Yeah,
1: sure. Definitely over a Paris Campbell. Definitely.
0: I think Paris Campbell's a sit. Um, Robert Woods is that if you absolutely need somebody, you can start Robert Woods, but I would avoid it if you can. That's just where I'm at with him. I know the Colts, you can, you know, they have a decent defense. It just depends on which one's going to show up, which defense decides to play that game. So, yeah. All right, well, we got the Packers 3-3 three and three at Commanders 2-4, and four, 41.5 point over under Packers, minus 5.5. You have, uh, wow, drawing a blank, backup quarterback. Um, who's the oh, quarterback Taylor for Heineke. the Commanders? Taylor Heineke. Thank you. Woo, could not remember. Uh, starting this game, you got Aaron Rodgers, who is uh, dealing with a, a thumb injury, did not practice today, but I would expect him to still be good to go. Uh, but monitor that this week, too. Uh, Aaron Jones, I think, is going to have a massive game in this game. I expect a bounce-back game for Aaron Jones. This should be um, a nice one to see, I would hope. Uh, you got Alan Lazard. You're going to start him. Uh, Robert Tunyon, like I said. Uh, I
2: call Aaron Jones the Mike Williams of the running back position.
0: <laughs> wow, that is really accurate. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, definitely really accurate. Because
2: Even in that year when he scored 20 touchdowns, there were like three or four games where he was like two points, like four points, you know, it was like yep. really bad game sandwiched between like 25 pointers.
0: Mike Williams kills me. He's either 20 yards or 110 yards. you yeah, just, you get good. one or the other. That's it. Um, you know, Robert Tunyon, I really like as a streaming tight end this week. Like I said, with no Randall Cobb, I think he's going to be heavily involved in this offense. Romeo Dobbs has had some down weeks. Um, I know they want to get him involved. And without Cobb, maybe we do see a little bit more involvement there. But they got to figure out something on offense. I think this is probably a little bit more of a get-right game for them. Maybe this gets their offense going. But uh, where are you guys at with uh, A.J. Dillon? Are you guys benching him for now?
1: Yeah, I am. Yeah, same.
0: Okay. Ah, uh, Brian Robinson. How do you guys feel about Brian Robinson this week? Play him. Yep. Okay, I think he's a play, especially with the bye weeks and all of that stuff. What about Gibson? You know, they talked about wanting to get him a little bit Bitch. more involved. Sit him. I think Gibson could be a flex play this week. Um,
2: no, no
1: way.
0: We'll see. We'll I don't see. sign off on that. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'll admit if I'm wrong. I. I mean, you know, I. I I admitted I was wrong on the DJ more last week.
2: I would rather play McKissick than Gibson. Uh, I
1: don't
0: want to
2: play either of those guys.
0: Okay. Terry McLaurin and uh, Curtis Samuel. Um, How do you guys feel about – actually, and Jahan Dotson. It sounds like he's going to be back playing this week. Where are you at with all three of them? I think the Taylor Heineke is big for Terry McLaurin.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh McLaurin should be a nice start. They've had some familiarity, you know, playing together previously on this same offense. So yeah, you can you can still line up Terry McLaurin. I don't know like we could see Curtis Samuel not have the involvement that he's had with Wentz there. I'm not exactly sure how that's all gonna play out. So, you know, if you could if you have better options then I wouldn't want to play those other guys. But, you know, with bye weeks and injuries, you might have to. You know, you might be relying on Curtis Samuel. So um, okay. they need him, and they usually script a little bit of stuff for him. So you, yeah. know, you, know, you can hope that he can maybe house one on something long. He can be a big playmaker.
1: For sure. One thing about Terry right. Warren, in a half PPR league, he hasn't scored 20 points since week seven of last year. So – Yeah. Uh, you know, we're looking at a long time since he's done a lot of anything. He had an 18-point game in there, but that's really it.
0: Yep. Uh, all right, we got the Jets 4-2 and two at Broncos 2-4. 41.5 point over-under, Broncos minus 2.5. First of all, give me the under on this. I would uh, – <laughs> this is going to be like a 12-9 game, uh, all field goals. Uh, my starts in this game are – um the kickers for both teams. I think you'd be just fine starting both kickers from this team. So if you have a league where you're starting a kicker, I'll look for Brandon McManus, because he's I the only think, one that scores on the team.
2: I think I'd start the Jets DST. I think they got I like, I like both defenses.
1: I like both defenses. Yeah, I'm with you. I would start both defenses. Yeah. I'm yeah.
2: Like, I like the Jets a little more, <laughs> but yeah, I'd start either one.
1: And then
0: we're starting Brees Hall. Yeah. You, you're always starting Brees all like yeah, he's now uh, for
2: the rest of the season. till so, except for his pie.
0: Yeah. Um, what about uh, Greg Dulcich? You know, where are we at with him? You know, we saw the, the utilization last week in his first week back. I think they might try and get him a little bit more involved. Um, how are you guys on possibly streaming Dulcich this week?
2: I think there's better options. I expect this to be a pretty low-scoring game, and I think there's guys out there who have a shot at a touchdown. So I think he's a good DFS option. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's where I'm at.
1: DFS he's probably going to be pretty cheap. He could just be involved in some red zone packages, and woohoo, you get two touchdowns.
2: I mean, it's possible, but uh, that's – I just – No, you know, I, I'm Broncos. with you. You're right. You're not,
0: starting, you're not starting any wide receivers for the Jets. I wouldn't suggest it. Uh, Broncos have given up one passing touchdown the whole season. Um, Watch so, it an Elijah Moore game. You know. Oh, man. Gosh.
2: I would, I would <laughs> die. I would <laughs> laugh. I want to uh, see Garrett Wilson get more involved. Uh, Zach Wilson has not, you know, just not done a lot with the wide receivers so far. So I'd like to see Garrett Wilson getting a lot more opportunities, and hopefully that can manifest over the next couple games. But I wouldn't want to play him here.
0: What about Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy? Where are you at on those two?
2: Sutton, I'll start yes, Sutton.
0: Judy no. Okay. That's where I'm at too. Okay. Um, all right, let's go over to the Texans. One, three, and one at Raiders one and four. 45 and a half you're point weak, over baby. under. <laughs> yeah. Raiders minus six and a half. Um, yeah, this is uh this is gonna be an interesting game. I do. Um only because like No, I don't. No, No, I'm going to, I'm going to take that back. Yeah. (laughs) The Raiders Raiders should win this game easily. Uh, I, I, I think six and a half might, it it could be like, you know, a six point game or something, you know, I, the, the, the secondary of the Raiders is, is exposable. So, you know, you could see a decent game out of Brandon cooks. Um, even a decent game out of Damian Pierce. But uh, other than that, I don't think you start anybody else on Houston. Um, I agree. Those are
1: the only two guys. Yeah. You know,
0: obviously you're starting Jacobs and Adams, um, Devonte Adams. You know, uh, we talked about Derek Carr being a good streaming option against the Texans. And, you know, I think the only other person we really have to talk about aside from Waller, because you just got to monitor whether or not he's even going to play. Um, but, you know, Hunter Renfro, like where are you guys at with him against, you know, a pretty exposable you know, Texans defense?
2: <laughs> I, I don't want to play him this week. No, me either. Okay. Um, all right. Well, let's jump over to the Seahawks
0: three and three at Chargers four and two. 51 and a half point over under Chargers minus six and a half. Uh, there's going to be a lot of points to go around in this game. You've got Geno. Uh, Kenneth Walker should have a big game this week. Uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, you know, Justin Herbert should get going again. Uh, We expect anyways. He's had a kind of a down fantasy season, especially where you drafted him. Uh, Austin Eckler, Mike Williams and Josh Palmer. You know, Josh Palmer, I think, is a start if Keenan Allen is still out. But I think if Keenan Allen plays, I think it's time to, you know, possibly put Josh Palmer back on the bench. I agree. Is that how you guys feel? Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, I like Gerald Everett in this game, uh, whether or not Mike Williams and Keenan Allen play. I still like Gerald Everett. I think he could find the end zone. Um, you Thank know, you. I think Noah, I think Noah Fant is a decent start. Uh, Cause I think they're going to move the ball quite a bit. He seems to be getting quite a few targets. Uh, he actually led all receivers and tight ends in yards last week. They didn't have many. Um, he only had 45 yards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so i just got i gotta say you said zero yards i get zero yards at a fan and he was uh he was a decent d f s uh title yeah i got i i got some yards i got forty five so um you know uh where are you guys at with you know Kelly and Sonny Michelle if both are active if one is inactive it's a pretty good matchup um it sounds i like still think i would lean.
1: Josh Kelly misses and if Mm -hmm. that's going to happen like maybe Michelle sees a little bit of increased workload but more likely Eckler just sees even more
0: okay all
2: right well I think think that's uh I think go ahead I I really think those guys are kind of playable this, you know, like Eckler, yeah, he gets a ton in the receiving game, but they don't give him a ton of carries. So yeah, there's he's getting like
1: 12 to 16 carries. There's
2: a good seven and eight, maybe, you know, maybe even 10 opportunities there for one of these guys, but it's only there for one of them. It seems like they'd really like to just use a two back, you know, combo. So if uh, I think if Kelly is good to go, he's the guy. If, if he's not, then it seems like Michelle's the guy and, I'm okay playing either one if you ha- if you're in a really bad spot at running back this week
0: because there is a lot of buys. There's a lot of injuries. You know, Michelle wouldn't be a terrible start against the Seahawks.
1: Would you rather start Michelle against the Seahawks or like Jarek McKinnon against the Niners?
0: Michelle.
1: Yeah, Michelle. Okay. McKinnon could just. Have I don't know. I don't hit.
0: like the backfield at all for the Chiefs. Like, I do No, all. I totally know what
1: you mean. But also, this 49ers defense is banged up right now and giving up a lot and the chiefs are scoring a ton so yeah
0: i still just don't trust it at all but well let's hop into that game we got the chiefs four and two at 49ers three and three uh 48 and a half point over under chiefs minus three that is crazy to me that the chiefs are minus three after the niners just lost by 14 to the falcons um
2: that kind of changed since i put it in the show doc so
0: Last I saw, it was minus three. I get that the Niners are at home, uh, but this offense is really good. Um, I mean, they put up 20 on the Bills. So, uh, you know, you're starting Mahomes, Kelsey, uh, and and then we're going to kind of talk about, you know, Devo. But let's talk a little bit about the guys that are kind of up in the air a little bit. We got CEH, Juju, and. You know, George Kittle, you're starting, obviously, so I guess I missed him too. But we're, what about CEH and Juju?
1: I'm fine to start Juju this week if you – yeah, in, in a flex spot. You're good.
0: C- Juju H- or Christian Kirk? Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
2: Uh, I was just going to say you're going to kind of have to take the good with the bad. There's going to be some down weeks, but he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's a running back that you're almost certainly starting and have to start. So, you know.
1: If you have them both, who would you rather flex, CEH or Juju?
2: CEH.
1: Okay. Okay, what about Juju
0: or Christian Kirk?
1: I think I'd flex
2: Juju. Mm, I think I'd go Kirk.
0: Yeah, that's where I, I, I lean a little bit more on the Kirk side too. Yeah, let I just you, never let know.
2: Me ask you this. Who would you rather have rest of season, CEH or Najee? Oh, I think Oh, Nodgie.
0: God. That's such weird... Yeah, that's a tough one, but I think I would rather have Najee still. Okay. Um, Now I want to talk a little bit about Brandon Ayuk, though. It is close. It is closer than it should be. Um,
1: Ayuk's startable right now, right? I mean – I
0: really like Brandon Ayuk this week. I think Brandon Ayuk this week is a great start. Uh, They showed when they were behind how much he gets involved in this offense – and I, I really, really like Brandon Ayuk this week. If you have him, I would I would get him in your lineup. Um, I definitely definitely think that's a he, he's due for a, another good game. Um, all right, let's jump over to the Steelers. Two and four at Dolphins, three and three. 45 and a half point over under Dolphins, minus seven. Um, you know, you're starting Najee. You drafted him in the first round. You still got to keep rolling him out there. And then we've got the Deontay Johnson and George Pickens, you know, debate here. Uh if Pickett is back, I think you're safe kind of starting both of them. Um yeah. Is that kind of where you, okay. I think you're safe starting both if Pickett is starting. If it's not Pickett though, that's going to be a little bit interesting. I, I would lean more on the Deontay Johnson side. It's it's hard to start both cuz the offense really isn't moving the ball, but you can move the ball against the Dolphins right now. Um I actually like the Dolphins defense though this week against the Steelers. Uh you know, I think that they can get some picks. They can definitely get some sacks. Their their defensive line is pretty good, um, and the Steelers just give up a lot of sacks. And
1: It's usually not a bad so. move to start a defense against a rookie QB. So
0: Yeah. Uh, you're starting Tua if he's back out there. I think that's huge for them. Uh, I actually like Mostert more if Tua is playing. Uh, I think he could have some more red zone opportunities. Uh, Tyreek Hill is just on fire right now he's on pace for more receptions and more yards than he's had in his entire career uh which is crazy we thought we'd see a little
2: another
1: right Uh, yeah got to a fever (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: and then you got a waddle uh who's still kind of battling his injury he played really well last week but they're talking that you know he's questionable again this week so that's something to keep an eye on um, I think Chase Claypool can go back to your bench. Don't chase it.
1: Uh, you
0: know, <laughs> yeah. I'm. Don't chase the chase. Uh, I messed up and put him in a DFS lineup, so he had to have a good game. I won't do it this week. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> what if it happened again? What if he had a great game against this Dolphins team?
2: I'm hearing trade rumors that they're in trade If he
0: had, trade I was just gonna say that if he has another good game, he gets traded right away. So. We're coming up um,
2: close to the trade deadline. If anything's going to happen, it's going to happen very soon.
0: Yep, November first, four p.m. Eastern time. Do so that, keep an eye you, on Chase that because there's a lot of names. On Green Bay. Yes, I do.
1: Yeah, I think he could blow up if he ended up on. I Green think Bay. Green Bay fans should be hoping for it. They're hoping for DJ Moore.
0: I've seen a lot of it on Twitter. They're hoping for DJ
2: Moore.
1: So, okay. uh, what well, about had more touchdowns in their career? Claypool or DJ Moore, you
2: think? <laughs> I haven't looked it up. Claypool. I'm pretty Claypool. sure it's Claypool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. DJ Moore has um, gone four, four, four.
0: Yeah, it's got to be Claypool. <laughs> and now he's got one, but he's still leading. So, you it's,
2: know, he's <laughs> one ahead of Tommy Tremble through six weeks. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the tight ends though,
0: Fryermuth and Gasicki. Are you chasing what Gasicki did last week? Um what about you know Fryermuth? Are we are we ready to uh unleash him yet? Um where where are we at on both those guys?
1: I'll play Fryermuth. I don't want to get to Gasicki in this. I'd rather play a lot of different tight ends over Gasicki, personally.
2: Same a lot of those guys we mentioned earlier. I'd rather play over Gasicki, but Fryermuth's not bad. He's kind of in that same group.
0: Okay, what about Kate Otten or Pat Fryermuth? Kate Auden. Uh
2: Yeah, I think so. Kate I think
0: so too. Just because the offense can move the ball a little bit more. So yeah, I like that that's, too.
2: That's close though.
0: Yeah. All right. So we got the bears two and four at Patriots three and three Monday night football, uh, 29 and a <laughs> half point over under that. There's no way that's real. Is it
1: the, <laughs> does it hit the under <laughs> 29 wow. and a half
0: point over under Patriots minus seven and a half.
2: I don't Holy know smokes! If I'm watch that game. I mean, I don't know if I can watch the game. I, I, I'll this... like I'm gonna try, but I very well might fall asleep. Is this a typo? Is this supposed to be a Thursday night football game?
0: <laughs> wow, that is insane. Uh, okay, well you're starting hesitantly. I would say David Montgomery because the Patriots just shut down Chubb. Um, they could do it all over again in this game as well. Uh, I think your really good starts, Ramondre Stevenson. Um, where are you guys on Jacoby Myers in this game? Because I, I, I'm pretty high on Jacoby Myers in this game.
1: You're probably higher than me, then, because I'm not like super eager to flex him in here. But I totally could. I would. I would put him in my lineup if I had him and needed him.
2: I think you'll see the targets. Like I'd much rather play him in a full PPR.
0: So, Juju or Jacoby Myers?
1: I think I'd play Juju. I think I would too.
0: Okay. All right. Just wanted to get a a little. You're sitting uh, Mooney in this game against the Patriots. Yeah. I think the Patriots' defense uh, scores like 25 fantasy points this week. You
2: might be right. They've been uh, really good the last few weeks. It's been. Yeah. Like, they've been tough. To score on, and they have been, you know, getting turnovers, getting pressured, like all the things you want to see. Matthew right? Judon's getting held, uh, and their <laughs> their rookie corner. Um, yeah, he's been great. I can't
0: think of the name. Let's uh, let's let's talk about the the other two wide receivers for the Patriots, um, Parker and Taekwon Thornton. Are you guys starting either one of them this week against the Bears? I.
1: I don't think I'm starting Thornton, but man, I'm excited if I picked him up because uh, there's rumors that Nelson Aguilar is going to get traded and that just opens up a lot of work for him potentially. And I like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. What about Hunter Henry? Um, It sounds like, you know, we, we didn't really talk about this, but um, it Mac Jones may be back for this game. Um, And, you know, if Mac Jones is back, I like Hunter Henry more than if Bailey Zappy's starting, I would say, cause Zappi seems to use his wide receivers quite a bit more.
2: Yeah. That that's her? interesting, man. I don't know. Um, I don't think I'd play Hunter Henry. I think, you know, they, they spread it around there and it's not a whole lot to spread around. They're going to try and focus on the run in their defense and their defense is really good. So they probably don't need to throw the ball a ton in this game. Um, That's, you know, the over under so low, like I'd really only like to start the Patriots running backs if I could pretty much avoid everybody else. That's probably the best thing to do.
0: We heard anything else on Damian Harris. Um, Is he going to be starting in this game or is he still day to day right now?
2: He could be back as soon as this week, so we're gonna have to monitor that going forward. Because Ramondre is a smash play if he's not there, but if Damian Harris gets in full practices at the end of the week here and he's he's good to go, then I expect a split backfield in a low scoring game. The Bears' defense is mediocre, so they're gonna you know they're gonna be able to hold an offense that's also mediocre occasionally. So I I think you know yeah try and try and <laughs> avoid it. As much as possible. We, you know, Try to avoid this game. 29.5 point over under.
1: Also, if you don't have fantasy options in this game, then you probably don't have to watch it. And that's that's the real win, right?
2: It's football. I'll watch it anyways.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> what, am, what else am I going to do on a Monday night? Yeah. Maybe
0: I can surprise my girl and be like, I am not going to watch Monday night football. Let's go hang out. <laughs>
2: No, you're supposed just, to just surprise just, her on a tuesday by not watching I, I saw that yeah. <laughs> yeah i saw
0: that i i i have i have prior engagements on tuesdays so uh, it doesn't work bowling. as well yeah all right well i think that'll uh, wrap up episode 25 that does the week 7 preview so like i said saturday we're going to do something a little bit different we're going to spend a little bit more time talking about different flex options and things like that so we'll dive into some uh, questions that people may have. If you have any start sick questions, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, we're going to be asking some people, you know, some questions they may have, uh, even trade questions and things like that, because you're getting into the bye weeks. You got to start paying attention to bye weeks, even, uh, you know, the first round of the playoffs. Some people's first round of the playoffs starts week 14. And if yours does start week 14, there's a lot of bye weeks in week 14. So pay attention to that because you don't want to make the playoffs have five people on bye and then be in some trouble. So, you know, now's the time to keep, you know, get an eye for that because your, your trade deadline will be passed by that point. So, um, you know, we've got uh, um, a lot of the answers will be done next week. Uh, Been talking with uh, Ritter. I was going to talk to you guys too. So we may have a bonus episode come out one day this week. Uh, Ritter wants to jump in on one with us. So, I might drop another episode sometime this week, maybe if you guys want to hop in here too. So we might have a bonus episode sometime this week as well. So, Um, but uh, you can find us on our main Twitter at Best Coast FF. You can find me on Twitter at Brandon or at BCFF underscore
2: Brandon. I'm at BCFF underscore Jordan. And I'm at BCFF Josh.
0: All right. Well, we'll see you guys on Saturday for sure. Possibly even a little bit sooner than that. So uh, keep an eye out on Twitter. We'll let you guys know if a bonus episode drops. Uh, Have a great
1: night.